Any doubt that you may be experiencing, just remember, it doesn't mean that you don't do it. It means that first, you give yourself the benefit of the doubt and that you remove this need for perfection, whatever it is. And then you allow yourself the opportunity to take some time and really decide if the worst case is the worst thing that could happen. Hey there, this is Patrice Washington from patricewashington.com where we chase purpose, not money. Welcome back to my OG listeners and purpose chasers. Welcome back. I hope you have enjoyed Women's History Month. We are going to kind of transition into a new series for this upcoming month. But before we do, I really wanted to have a candid conversation like I would with a good girlfriend, because that's what we are here, our good girlfriends. If you are new to the Redefining Wealth podcast, then welcome. What you should know about us is that we believe that wealth is more than money and material possessions. In this community, we believe that wealth is about well-being. And so I invite you to scroll all the way back in time through your podcast app to 2017 when I launched the Redefining Wealth podcast and get super familiar with the pillars because these Pillars are the things that are going to change your life. I truly believe that when we focus on well-being in the other areas of life, dealing with money becomes so much easier. And next month for Financial Literacy Month, I am doing a total series all about different money management tips, but you got to have some of this foundational stuff down. So at least go get familiar with the pillars. Now, another big thing I have to share with you before I jump into today's topic is that we have made the Purpose Chaser community absolutely complimentary. Yes, yes. In honor of my birthday, I wanted to give myself the gift of engaging more with you guys. And, you know, to me, it was just worth it to open it up to everyone, to open it up to anyone who wanted to connect with Purpose Chasers from all over the world, with people who were really trying their best day in and day out to live these pillars out in real life, in real time, to get support, to share struggles, to share frustrations, to share their wins. Because a lot of times you're not around people who really understand your personal development journey. For many of us, we are the only ones in our families, in our immediate friend circle, in our communities who are trying to do something different. And so you don't always have the support right then and there. But in our community, I'm even looking for ways to not really pair people up. I don't want to get into being an accountability matchmaker, but definitely to help you find other purpose chasers in your neck of the woods. So join us at IamAPurposeChaser.com. We have a new free open community. All you have to do is click one button, put in your email address and all that stuff, and you will get access to us planning a lot of really amazing things there. And you'll also be able to take part in Patrice's Pod Club, which is a book club where we really unpack some of the books that we read here on the podcast. So I'm super excited about that. And even if I don't interview uh, the author of the book, just the books that I'm reading, the things that I'm using to up level my journey to redefining wealth and that I want to share with you more openly. So come join me over there. I am a purpose Now about today's topic. I don't think I'll be on this long, but I think it was definitely, for me, it felt like a necessary conversation 
because we're coming out of this whole Women's History Month and I had these powerful women. We started the month with Maddie James talking about the responsibility of influence. And then we moved on to Sarita Mabin who talked about ask for what you want and no, that was not about manifestation. If you are having any challenges with your communication, personally or professionally, then you need to go listen to that episode. Ask for what you want. I've been getting great feedback about that. And then Rachel Luna, who is my girl, she's a little pistol starter. Um, Rachel uh, talked about you're built to survive. And so these powerful women have been sharing on the podcast. And then I hear from you, my powerful community, And I hear you and I see you second guessing and doubting yourself, even in the DMs. And I wanted to talk about that on the heels of this episode, because I think that sometimes we have the perception that because women or people in general are doing amazing things, that they don't deal with the same doubt, that they don't have the same fears, that they don't have the same questions about whether they're worth it or whether what they're doing is worth it or whether people will understand or receive it. Even myself in launching the podcast, which I did in three weeks, I had so many doubts coming in. I had so many doubts about launching Redefining Wealth as a brand in general because I had been known for so long as a finance expert and I had allowed myself to be put in this box where all I could talk about were budgets and credit reports and investing and retirement, all things that are important and I believe in, but I always knew, always knew, and I've always been a lover of financial behavior and psychology that there was more to it than that but I had allowed myself to be put in the box. And so when it was time to pop out the box, I doubted whether people would be able to receive it from me. And now looking back almost two years, it'll be two years this summer since I I launched Redefining Wealth and looking at the lives that have been impacted and the women in my mastermind and the women in my programs and the women that send me DMs every day, man, what a reminder that your doubt does not mean that you should not do it. Doubt does not mean don't do anything. Doubt is doubt, right? And you know, I'm big on digging into definitions. Doubt means to call into question the truth of, to be uncertain. Doubt can mean to lack confidence, to consider unlikely, an inclination not to believe or accept, or an uncertainty of belief or opinion that often interferes with decision-making. Now that's the one. An uncertainty of belief or opinion that often interferes with decision-making. And that is where so many of us get stuck because we allow one doubt to take root and then we allow it to just completely distract us from making a decision from deciding that I'm going to be committed and no longer interested. I'm going to do whatever it takes to push through, even if that means pushing through my own fear. And so when I think about these powerful women that I've had on and all the many women who have graced the mic, (laughs) graced your speakers on this podcast, there is not one of them that would stand here and tell you, and I don't want to say if they're being honest, because I believe that the women that I've introduced you to are honest people. I believe that's a part of why I've connected with so many of them and feel so in alignment, because I don't think any one of us would sit here and say that we had no doubts about all the moves that we've made. The difference is 
we've been able to push through some of those doubts and not allow it to interfere with our decision-making. And that's not even in every pillar. Many of us will tell you that there are doubts, you know, maybe in our personal lives, even if professionally we look like we're killing it. And others will tell you that their personal life is banging, but there's so many doubts about who they are and how they show up and whether they're worthy enough to charge a certain amount or can they be taken seriously in a certain industry. We all experience doubt. Here are some things I want you to think about. Number one, doubt is normal. Defeat is a choice. Doubt is normal, but allowing yourself to be defeated by it is completely a choice left up to you. Because when you get behind the black curtain of any of those folks, 100% of the people that you love and admire, you will find dysfunction in some form or fashion, and you will find them riddled with doubts that you were not even privy to, self-included. But doubt is a normal part of the process. Doubting or considering your ability to get something done or to be seen in a certain way, especially if you've had past failures, especially if you've had seeds planted by others, especially, you know, if you're just new to some subject matter or you're new to an area or you're new to anything, of course there's going to be doubt. That's normal. But allowing it to just get you stuck in your tracks, like stop you in your tracks, that's a choice. The only difference between the folks that you may admire and adore is that they keep going. They keep trying. They keep showing up. God doesn't require perfection from us. And neither do most humans. No one expects perfection. They may click like on what looks like a perfect picture. They may hit the love button on what looks like a perfect family. They may leave a great comment on what looks like a perfect launch of some business or a perfect book or a perfect anything, but none of those things are perfect. At best, there may be 80% of where they need to be. And guess what? Because we're all pretty average people, we're all pretty much okay with that. There are too many examples now out there of folks that are transparent about not being their best, (laughs) not having it all together. And yet we applaud them and we like them and we champion them on. And then we look at ourselves and start to go into beat up mode. How? Why? We know that social media is curated content. We know that it's full of filters and fantasies. So why would we be measuring anything we're experiencing up against that? Why would you measure your reality up against some filtered fantasy. No, doubt is normal. It's the way you process the doubt you're having. And there are definitely ways to do that. And so I want to leave you with these two thoughts. These will be my three points as a whole. But the second thing is, when will the benefit of doubt apply to you? When will the benefit of doubt apply to you? The way that I've been able to push through some of the times where I've doubted the most is thinking about the advice I would give to a girlfriend, thinking about how I ask you guys over and over again to show yourself grace, to surrender these ideas of perfection, to give yourself permission. I would give anyone the benefit of the doubt, anyone who's ever worked on my team, anyone who's ever done any work for me, they will tell you I'm not the person who's like, oh, one time, that's it. 
I will communicate and I will give people the benefit of the doubt. That means the state of accepting something or someone as honest or deserving of trust, even if you have reservations. Why is it, mostly ladies, a few good gentlemen, we are willing to give so many other people the benefit of the doubt and yet we cut it off when it comes to us? Why is it that you will give other people try after try after try and then the first time you mess something up, you assume that means you're not supposed to do it? Why is it even when we are paying people to do a job, we will suck it up and suck it up and suck it up and let them go on and on and on? Sometimes, possibly to our own detriment, but we'll let them go on and on much longer than we'll allow ourselves the grace to do that. When will we apply the benefit of the doubt to us? And I've really just been in this season of just giving myself permission in so many different ways and looking at how I can accept myself as deserving of trust, even when I lack clarity, even when I'm not sure of the next best step. Because sometimes what has to be enough is the intention and the motive. Sometimes what has to be enough is just to check your heart and check the motives and what it is you want to do and give yourself the benefit of the doubt. And remember that because most people are not requiring perfection, that others really will extend that grace and give you the benefit of the doubt. And those that don't probably don't necessarily deserve to be immediately around you. But anything that you are looking to launch or, you know, venture out into for the first time, be open and honest about it. One of the ways that I get through the doubt, like I'm, I just launched a beta course. I won't even tell you the name because it's not about me trying to sell you that. I just launched a beta course to my list and I did a few group interest calls. And if you're not on the list, you should be because that's where all the magic goes down. <laughs> I always offer the things there first. And if it sells out, I don't, I never talk about it on the podcast. Perhaps that's where I need to grow as well. But what I'm sharing is because it's a new model for me and I've always done one-on-one coaching, I was doubting the price point. I was doubting whether I could get people in. I was doubting all these different things, the technique, the funnel, the strategy, the system, And I finally was just like, you know that you provide value. You know your heart is in the right place. You know that you get results for your clients. You got to just give yourself the benefit of the doubt. You have to just trust that putting all this content in one place and doing the work as you are going about doing it is going to be enough. And then you have to be committed to doing it over and over again because When doubt creeps in, what we tend to do is jump from thing to thing. And so we doubt ourselves, which leads to us having shiny monkey syndrome. And we test and tweak and test and tweak and test and tweak a million different things instead of testing and testing and testing and testing and testing that one thing. And so one of the things that I've committed to this year is doing less, but going deeper with it and giving myself the benefit of the doubt. And what I was sharing is on the group interest calls that I invited people to from the email list, I tell people straight up, the future price will be this. The current price is this right now in this moment. And you are here as a beta group to help me 
Test this out. So give me the benefit of the doubt that some of this stuff may not be fully functioning, which is why I'm not doing a big launch around it. That's why I'm only going to take 25 people through this content for this period of time. I'm going to fix any and everything I can, but a part of you getting a discount (laughs) on the course is because I need you to give me the benefit of the doubt. I need you to understand Right. And accept that this is an honest effort deserving of your trust, even if I'm telling you that all of it is not completely done and completely laid out. But trust me, there were enough people who raised their hands to participate and there were enough people to give the benefit of the doubt. I think the first week something came out, there was supposed to be a fillable PDF. And getting out of my genius, I tried to do like this um, action guide that comes with it, one of the sections for it on my own instead of letting my team handle it. And that's their genius. That's what they do, right? And someone was like, "Um, hey, this isn't fillable. It's not working the way it's supposed to. But benefit of the doubt, they were kind. She was kind. She was gracious. She was like, hey, just letting you know. Someone else, you know, let us know something else. People will give the benefit of the doubt, but why won't you apply that to yourself? I'm quick to let people know I'm new to this. I'm trying this out. This is a, this is a new territory for me. I did an episode called People Want to Support You. And ever since doing that episode, I swear to you, I have found more and more and more support in so many different ways and so many different pillars, so many different areas of my life. And I maintain it to be true. People want to support you. But you have to apply the benefit of the doubt to yourself and allow the support and let that land. Let that land in your spirit that you are deserving of it and you are worthy of it and that people want to show you grace and kindness. But they can only do it to the extent that you're willing to show it to yourself and to the extent that you're willing to accept it. And the last thing that helps me push through doubt over and over again is writing out the worst case scenario. Because the truth is, Many of us are major motion picture directors. We are so good at taking one little seed of doubt that could have been planted by yourself or someone else and allowing it to spiral into a two hour feature film. We got all the actors. We are dreaming in color vividly. We can see everything happening. We can see our demise, our homelessness, our bankruptcy, our foreclosure, sleeping on folks couch. Like we can see all of these things with one hint or one whisper of something that plants a seed of doubt. And what I've learned to do is to journal about what's the worst that could happen if something didn't work out. What is really the worst that could happen? Because by the time I start writing things out, I usually realize very quickly that I have gone way too far. (laughs) And I know if if you're going to be honest, you, you know what I'm talking about. I have made something into the most dramatic scenario possible. And usually it's, it's really simple, especially when other people are involved. Once I get really clear, I find, I think on the episode, um, I did an episode called I'm not above backing out. And I talked about how when we need to 
excuse ourselves from some things that may have been commitments at one time, but they no longer serve us. We have this worst case scenario that everyone will hate us and people won't speak to us and they'll feel like we, you know, betrayed them. And there's this whole yelling match and hanging up the phone and nasty email that happens. And over and over again, it's been proven for myself for sure. But I've heard from you guys, those who have listened and and implemented some things from that episode that people were like, oh, okay, you can't participate in this organization anymore. Okay, well, thank you for everything that you've done to this day. Up until this point, we appreciate you. Or can you just help us, you know, until we get to the annual, whatever, whatever, two months from now. Okay, cool. Sure. Like we had a whole saga going on about how everyone else would hate us, but it's good sometimes to just write that out because if that's the worst that'll happen, but you get your time back and you get your freedom and you get peace and you get sleep, then so be it. But most of the time it never gets that far. And so to get past the doubt, any doubt that you may be experiencing, just remember, it doesn't mean that you don't do it. It means that first you give yourself the benefit of the doubt and that you remove this need for perfection, whatever it is, and understand that progress does beat perfection on any day of the week. And then you allow yourself the opportunity to take some time to journal, to write out the worst case scenario and really decide if the worst case is the worst thing that could happen. Because even in some of these worst case scenarios, the level of freedom that you can experience on the other side is completely worth it. Some of you were happy when someone got mad and didn't talk to you anymore. You're like, well, now I don't have to fake with her. (laughs) Right? Because the truth is, guys, you may never be fearless. I don't even dream of being fearless. I don't even dream of being doubtless. What I dream of is remembering at all times to give myself the benefit of the doubt, to show myself grace, to surrender. Because I believe that doubt can mean slow down. It can mean you need to get some clarity. It can mean find support. It can mean prepare better. It can mean, hey, Patrice, you need to tighten up. You need to buckle down. It can mean any number of things, but it doesn't have to mean defeat. And it doesn't mean don't move forward. It doesn't mean don't do it. Because in not doing it, who's served? Your doubt isn't even served because all your doubt will do is move on to the next thing in your life. The best thing you can do for your doubt is to challenge it, is to move forward, is to see some form of success so that the next time doubt arises, you can be like, hey, hey, remember Remember what happened last time? Remember how we overcame that? Remember how it actually turned out better than expected? Remember that it didn't go good, but I learned a great lesson that I can now apply? The best thing you can do for doubt is to go get a win. It's not to sit still. It's not to do nothing. It's to be an example of how you can still be a powerful woman, even with all the doubts that you have today and that you may have for the rest of your life. And this is coming from someone who has been full of different doubts in every pillar at every step of the way. And yet I'm very grateful that in spite of, I've still been able to create a life that I'm proud of. I can look back and think about the times I doubted my television, 
you know, my television abilities and the times I doubted whether I could speak on these big stages or the times that I doubted if I should start this podcast, if I should offer this program or the other, the times that I thought, who am I to put a book out there? Who am I to do any number of things that I've done? And I will say, I have no regrets about any of the things that I've tried, but I'm super pumped about at least 70% of the outcomes. <laughs> Some things I don't regret. I learned great lessons, not necessarily proud of the outcomes, but seven out of 10 ain't bad. Seven out of 10 is much better than zero out of 10 things you never made a move on because you allowed doubt to make you feel like that meant you shouldn't do it. So that's all I have for you today. I hope that it's a blessing. Of course, you know, you can hit me up in social media, Seek Wisdom PCW, and tell me if any of that spoke to you. But I felt this sense uh, since really digging into these DMs this last month or so that too many of us were just allowing doubt to hold us back. And the truth is we all have doubt. And I found myself saying that over and over again. So I thought better just make an episode out of it. If this is something you're struggling with, I also want to recommend that you go back and you listen to a few different episodes. One is give God something to bless. I do believe that'll be a blessing for you. Also listen to greatness requires you to expect resistance. That's a relatively new one, but definitely one um, I still get a lot, a lot of feedback on. And listen to commitment makes the difference. Because I believe doubt really takes over when we are content with being interested in new things, but not committed to seeing them through no matter what. And that's usually another one. When I get committed to doing something, then doubt or no doubt, here we come. Right. And so that's a really great episode as well. So I hope that's a blessing to you. Again, I would love to see you in the Purpose Chaser community. We'll be discussing these podcast episodes openly. I look forward to soon enough doing what I will call, I think something like after the episode where we can jump on a Zoom sometimes or live chat and just really discuss what comes up for you. I'm really excited about that. And just stay tuned. I, I am really excited about being able to connect and engage with you more. So I am a purposechaser.com. Come on over, totally free. Can't wait to engage with you, learn where you're from, and hopefully create an environment where you can get some support, you can get some open accountability, and you can be connected with Purpose Chasers near you. And that includes my international listeners, because there are more of you out there than you know. Yes, UK, Japan, Singapore, Philippines, there's a lot more of you than you know. And so you guys need to all come over and connect with each other. So that's it for now. Seek Wisdom PCW. Hit me up in social media. And until next time, I want you to go live your life's purpose, find fulfillment, and earn more without ever chasing money. Talk to you later.